It's Deep Purple right here on your classic metal show from 1974, live in London. That is uh, Space Truck in a whole 31 minutes. Wow. How do you extend one song for 31 minutes? A lot of useless guitar noodling, my friend. A lot of useless guitar noodling. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, how do you just jam out for 31 minutes? Oh. Hey, you know, Richie Blackmore always wanted to be in the Grateful Dead, apparently. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or maybe the Grateful Dead stole it from him. I'm not sure how that worked, but two bands I don't care for, but whatever. Space Truck, it's a cool tune. Here's the thing. I've never known anyone who go, man, have you ever listened to that Grateful Dead? Those guys are great. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't know. Other than the, the one hit that I know, I... I you know, I, I don't know any anybody that's ever been like, oh, dude, you got to hear this album. <laughs> I've never even heard anybody say, well, this is their greatest album or anything. No, never. You know, I, I remember when Touch of Grey was a hit. Yeah. What was that? 86? Yeah. And, and that was, I was in like high school or whatever. And I remember that song. And I even that song, I was like, yeah, what is this? No. Grateful Dead. I'm, I'm just looking it up real quick. You know, I, I'm looking up their their songs i remember when jerry garcia passed away and i was just like oh man jerry garcia died man it was very tragic it was it was horrific yeah i i, th I think it's more of the culture with the grateful dead you know with the whole deadhead thing and the tie-dye mm -hmm. and all that bullshit do you think that people know their songs though? Like even the the hardcores, do they know? Well, I, I've never met a hardcore, so I don't even know to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at these songs. I I have a list of ten songs, which are the top ten on YouTube music, the top ten plays, I guess. Okay. I know two of them. I know Trucking and I know Touch of Gray. Those are the two. Yeah, that's the only one I know. And neither of those is their number one hit. And what, what is their hit? What is their big hit? Their, their boss hit bound single, of course, was Ripple. Ripple? Ripple. Do you know Ripple? I don't know that. Let's give it a listen. By the light of the silvery moon. <laughs> I know it's boring. What is this shit? I'm just trying to is, it, is that a Fred Sanford uh, favorite or what? Fred Sanford drink. Yeah. That's Champipple. Yeah, some Champipple. Champagne and Ripple. Let's see if we can find some words to this song. Our hearts are broken. Perhaps they're better left unsung. I don't. Who sits around listening to this? I mean, they've got some hardcore fans that listen to everything they do. Uh, it, it's just that they're, you know, obviously they're the precursors to Fish. Yeah. You know, the Dave Matthews band. Mm hmm. Same thing and just the jam band. I, I get again. I think I don't even know if it's the music so much as just the culture. Yeah, is it just the experience of seeing? Now I did see it once. I saw it and 
could not have been more underwhelmed. <laughs> I saw it in San Francisco in, I guess, 88, I guess, 88, 89, somewhere in there. They played a show and just because it was a grateful dead, I, I just assumed that I needed to see that. Okay. And I went up and it was just a bunch of old fucking hippies, <laughs> you know, just stoned out of their fucking minds and dancing to this bullshit music. But well, were they stoned though? That's the whole of course thing. They were stoned. Well, well, a lot of that had to do with uh, there. There was an old joke. I remember way back in the eighties, there was a joke mm -hmm. that said, what did Jerry Garcia say when he, when he got sober? What? Man, this music sucks. That's <laughs> what he should have been saying the whole time. Jesus. Right. <laughs> do you want to hear Touch of Grey? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. That that obviously even had an MTV hit. and Yeah, yeah with the dancing skeletons or whatever. Yeah, they had the skeletons playing the drum. Make, right. It was that Mickey Hart. Yeah. That's all the more I need to hear that. Ugh. That's not good either. Yeah, that's like one of the first upbeat songs that they had. Right. The only reason we know trucking is because of Tesla. Yeah. And, and I was going to bring that up actually, because I think Tesla does a better job. Yeah. Well, let's hear theirs. Let's hear. Yeah, that's pretty dull. Want to hear the Tesla version? Hear the Tesla version. Let's try that. Wait a minute, that's it. Uh, nice Here it comes. I'm going to be honest, I don't like either. <laughs> it's a shit song. Well, if you had to listen to one or the other, which one would you listen to? I'd listen to Tesla because yeah, it would be followed by something better. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Grateful Dead. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm not grateful. Sure not on Grateful Dead, but okay. Hmm. I'm grateful they're gone. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. Another another liberal scourge wiped off the face of this earth. Were they libtards? Oh, yeah, of course. They're from San Francisco. What are you kidding me? I didn't know anything about their politics. I just knew they smoked a ton of pot. Yeah, they were from uh, Haight-Ashbury. Big, big lib place. All I knew about them was rampant drug use and shitty looking t-shirts. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew about the Grateful Dead. Right. And touch of gray. Yeah. Garbage. Sucks. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, being that you're a man of the world, a man of uh, a guy who is not afraid to uh, imbibe, whether it be alcohol or the, uh, the, the smoke assist. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, there was a 47-year-old man who kept getting drunk from alcohol that he produced in his own gut. What is this four years old story? Chris Aiken, 51 now. <laughs> well, this guy, this guy's intestinal tract yeah. was producing alcohol. Dude, that would be the greatest affliction ever. <laughs> so this guy was like incurably drunk, even though he wasn't drinking. Dude, guys like me or John, that would be the greatest disease of all time. Just be yeah. laying around on next thing you know, you're fucked up. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So this guy got cured. Do you know how they wanted, do you know how they cured him? They do gastric bypass. Well, you're, you're in the, you're right. You're right in the right ballpark. Okay. So what, what is the main, what is the main ingredient for, let's just say beer. What? Like yeast? Yeah. Okay. Fermentation of some kind, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, this was this, he was producing alcohol. He was, okay. he, he like almost had his own brewery in his gut. <laughs> okay. And it was producing alcohol just due to probably like, uh, some enzymes and it just kept, uh, recreating or, uh, reproducing itself. Right. So the only way to stop this from happening mm -hmm. is they gave him a poop transplant, a poop transplant. Yeah. They had to transplant some poop in there to uh to stop the uh the auto uh fer fermentation process so did they take like a bucket of it and just kind of jam it up his nest I mean, how do they do that well we'll find out all right auto brewery syndrome auto brewery syndrome yes <laughs> where your system makes its own alcohol okay is a rare illness where a person's body produces alcohol inside their gut, which can lead to drunkenness without consuming alcohol. I have to remember that if I ever get stopped. <laughs> right. I just have auto brewery syndrome, Your right, Honor. Exactly. Sometimes known as gut fermentation syndrome. Wow. It's caused by an imbalance of bacteria and an overgrowth of fungus in the digestive system. Who knew? Yeah. In a case study, doctors successfully treated a 47-year-old man with auto brewery syn syndrome with a fecal transplant after other treatments like a 
carb diet and antifungal medication failed to help. Mm. So was he squirting that shit that you pour on corns and stuff down his gullet to try and clear this up? Well, he was probably like taking like say probiotics and things like that, trying to, you know, quell the, the yeast that was, you know, brewing in his belly drink some ipecac to try yeah, and puke it, it, just, it just wasn't working he didn't he probably didn't take any perfect seven that's probably mm. what the deal is he failed he should have he should have gone with the perfect seven you're he right have been listening to the show he mm -hmm. should have taken some perfect seven yeah. and i'm sure he would have been just fine mm -hmm. but he didn't do that <sighs> poor guy yep after undergoing a course of antibiotics or after undergoing a course of antibiotics, mm -hmm. a 47-year-old man noticed he was feeling drunk at seemingly random intervals throughout the day, even without consuming alcohol. <laughs> this rare condition known as auto brewery syndrome occurs when the body produces alcohol inside the gut. Can Stop. you imagine how many people did not believe him? Yeah. You know, I don't know if this guy's married or not, but. He'd be, he'd be acting fucked up and the wife would be like, what's wrong? Been drinking again? I haven't. I've been sitting right here on the couch. Liar. We smell your breath. You smell like booze. <laughs> you smell like booze. I've just been sitting here watching TV, honey. You're a liar. Yeah. Where are you hiding that bottle? <laughs> you know, this happened. Well, you know, even with somebody I used to be involved with a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. if I was working on the CMS, you know, if, if I didn't get the CMS cut up, like on a, on a Sunday the whole yeah. thing, and, mm -hmm. and I had to do a little bit on Monday yeah, and I'd be up here in the studio and I'd be working on it. I might have a cocktail or two. Sure. Because I'm 55 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I can have a cocktail in my own home. Yeah. Last time we looked, you didn't need permission. Right. And uh, she would stop by, oh, I haven't seen you since Saturday or Friday or whatever. I want to stop by. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm just working on the show. Yeah, you're welcome to stop by. Mm -hmm. You smell like alcohol. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's my house. I can have a cocktail or two. How often do you drink? How often are you not here? Every time. I celebrate the minute you leave. And it's just like, what is your deal? Yeah. Well, we know what her deal was. Well, I know. But my point is, is that I wasn't married to this chick. She didn't live here. I saw her maybe once or twice a week and I still got shit. Can you imagine being this 47 year old guy sitting there with this, this, uh, <laughs> this auto brewery? Yeah. That's what I'm Are saying. You about drinking. And, and you know, the wife's never going to believe him. The wife, you, you know, up until the, you got the diagnosis, which probably was years, you know, how, I mean, let's face it. If you started feeling drunk randomly, mm -hmm. you'd go a long time before you'd go to the doctor for it. Yeah. You wouldn't just rush out the first time it happened. Yeah, you'd think, uh, yeah, maybe it'll just clear up in a little while or something. You'd, You'd think it was kind of like, maybe I didn't get a, you know, like a blood sugar drop or something, or, you know, you would think all these other things long before you would think of, well, I'm brewing fucking whiskey in my belly. Yeah. I got, I got, you know, I got a, 
alcohol. I got yeast brewing in my stomach. Yeah. I mean, you would go for years and just think of the years of torment this guy took from this fucking bitch. And I guarantee you there's a bitch on the other end of this that just that just he'd be fucking her or something. All of a sudden she'd stop him mid mid stroke. Did you have a drink before you came in here? Do you have to get drunk to fuck me? Yeah. Your breath doesn't smell like my pussy. It smells like Jim Beam. (laughs) Did you have to drink to go down on me? You know, that's what went on for years. Yeah. Because even if it wasn't brewing, it was still in there. So his breath probably always smelled like alcohol. Yeah. This fucking guy probably chewed 14 packs of fucking Bubba Bubba a day. <laughs> some some take five. He fucking or, he, he probably walked around with big pouches of that big league chew because it was the biggest amount of gum you could get at once. Right. Or those ropes. You ever see those ropes? Oh, of yeah, of course. <laughs> this guy probably had in his in his trunk of his car a big rope of fucking gum. Yeah. <laughs> Doctors tried to treat the man with a low-carb diet and antifungal medications, typically effective for his condition, but it didn't help. The patient still experienced periodic accidental drunkenness, in one case so severe that he lost his driving license after a random police check. (laughs) So what do you want to bet he got divorced? I wouldn't doubt it. I would love to interview this guy to find out if he's still with this chick or if he got divorced, if his chick left him because he's a booze hound. Yeah. And then he's not. Yeah. And then hopefully she tried to come back and he said, nah, beat it. Yeah. My life's still better without you in it. Even if I'm not drinking now, even Mm -hmm. if I'm not drinking my own bile alcohol. (laughs) What finally did work was a poop transplant, according to a case study. Jeez, oh man. Doctors were able to transfer the fecal microbiota, biota, mm. microbiota, okay. uh, bacteria present in poop Oof. into the patient's small intestines. 34 months later, he oh. continues to be symptom free. 30 months later. Yeah. Well, since the, the transplant, mm-hmm. it's been three years and he's fine. But they still shoveled in fucking whose shit was it? Well, we're we're gonna find out. All right. I mean, was this was this donor shit? Well, it was. Oh, gross. The this transplant was taken from the patient's twenty-two-year-old daughter. Oh, oh, <laughs> honey, I need you to shit in a bucket and take it to the doctor. I need to get it jammed up my asshole. Yeah, shit in the shoebox, will you? Oh. My God, (laughs) this poor guy, bad enough. He's got fucking brewer's belly. Yeah. And then on top of that, he has to go to his daughter and have her shit in a bucket to fucking fix him. Yeah. Honey, I need to, I don't know how to say this, but I need to put your shit inside of me. Yeah. I need to, I need you to shit in the shoe box because you got good bacteria. I got bad bacteria. Oh my God. You don't have any worms in your shit. Do you? I need that shit. Could you, could you store it for me? Ugh. So how long did she have to shit in a bag? Well, I'm sure he just needed a little because you know, once you, you start growing the, the bacteria, it, it probably grows pretty quickly. 
Gross. The thing I need to know, honey, you didn't do anal with your boyfriend last night, did you? I don't want your boyfriend's come up my ass. (laughs) Bad enough he put it in your ass. Right, of course. (laughs) I need clean shit, not not defiled shit. Yeah. Oh, you let your you let your boyfriend take you up the pooper last night? Well, we're gonna have to wait a week before I take the dumps. Exactly. Oh, gr- this is just gross all around, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always find the good ones. Wow. This is horrible. Yeah. Researchers have theorized that the overgrowth of fungus, specifically certain types of yeast, is behind the unusual phenomenon. These fungi feed off of carbohydrates a person consumes and produces alcohol. Just as yeast, yeast can feed off of grains to produce beer outside of the body. Jeez, oh man. In these cases, patients often become highly intoxicated from their alcohol and their digestive system, even though they haven't been drinking at all. In one extreme example, a man was found to have four times the legal limit of alcohol in his blood due to his auto brewery syndrome. <laughs> four times. Since uh, blood sugar levels fuel the yeast-driven booze production, diabetics and people with the cirrhosis can be particularly susceptible to the auto brewery syndrome. So can people who have undergone digestive tract surgery who have recently completed a course of antibiotics as both can disturb naturally occurring gut microbes and recent and and create an imbalance. All right. Hmm. That was true for this newest case study. In addition to having recent taken recently taken antibiotics, the patient also had a gastric bypass surgery years earlier, which is what you just mentioned. Yeah. All right. So you were kind of on the right track. So his gastric bypass turned him into a fucking brewer sewer. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was brewing the booze right there in his belly. Mm. Well, that way step up to the bar. I'll shit you out of beer. (laughs) Here comes some diarrhea, fucking diarrhea rum. Yeah. (laughs) What in the fuck? Typically, a low-carb diet can help treat the syndrome since fewer carbs in your system means less sugar for the yeast to convert to alcohol. An antifungal medication can also help uh, tame the overgrown yeast. In this case study, however, nearly two months of low-carb eating and four weeks of medication were apparently unsuccessful. I didn't see Perfect 7 mentioned in there anywhere. No, not one time. Not one time. Hmm. The study authors recommend the fecal transplants to be considered in similar cases of auto brewery syndrome. As the research on the transplant improves, they could one day be standard practice to treat this illness. All right. So, to be honest, how, how, how much treatment do we need for this illness? You know, I'm 51 years old. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Is this- uh, well, they said it's very rare. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we need to do much research on it. Just fucking <laughs> once this guy's put into the books, I think we're probably done. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. So, so you got people uh, out there brewing beer or 
booze in their gut. Booze belly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So so you just never know who you're running into. No, not at all. Jeez. You know, there's people out there who probably got a they they sell like I got a belly full of liquor. Well, they're not kidding. I know. And the worst part, this guy got a DWI and probably didn't do anything wrong. Probably yeah. probably was like one of the most emotionally draining things of his life. And this guy, unlike everybody else that says they weren't drinking when they were, this guy really wasn't. When he got his DWI, he probably was like, I really haven't had a drink in three months. And he still got fucking popped. How much alcohol was brewing in his belly that he got a DWI? Well, enough to make him, you know, intoxicated, I guess. Jeez. Man, that's quite the story, dude. <laughs> well, I thought you'd enjoy that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's crazy shit out there. Yeah, no shit. Uh, let's see here. We'll get one more story and we'll cut out of here. All right, cool. Um, filmmakers mm -hmm. claim to have discovered Australia's Area 51. That is a secret military base which blasts eerie sirens and has strange light shows late at night. Okay. But you didn't know that, did you? I didn't. I didn't know Australia had that. Well, apparently they do what about that. A pair of aspi aspiring filmmakers are working to prove a secret area 51 type base mm -hmm. is operating off a remote highway in South Australia. Okay. Out where our good friend, Ozzy Ace and Tim James live. Sure. Eerie sirens and mysterious bursts of light have been witnessed by locals living near the military base. 80 kilometers north of Adelaide okay. and in a nearby town of Parham. I heard there were strange noises too, from a busker, an alleged busker that looked like an alien. Exactly. Could have been, could have been somebody we know. The port of Wakefield proof and experimental establishment carries out weapon and environmental testing for the Navy army and air force. Who knew they had, all those uh, branches of the military. I didn't know they had any of that. Yeah. Well, apparently they do. Okay. Often weapons are tested by being fired over the surrounding beaches, but a pair of anonymous filmmakers are convinced the site is more sinister or in the process of filming a documentary to expose what kind of testing goes on at this base. Dum, dum, dum. Twin brothers, Danny and Michael Filippio, mm -hmm. who have uh, more than 6 million followers on their YouTube channel. Well, now that we got that out of the way, now we know they're legit. The name of their YouTube channel is called Raka Raka. That is R-A-C-K-A, R-A-C-K-A, Raka Raka. Became aware of the uh, documentary and decided to visit the site for themselves. All right. The brothers and a group of friends spent a night camping in Parham and soon found themselves being told to leave by the security as strange sirens filled the area. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Locals told the group the sirens and lights only came on during the day to show the testing was going on. The the uh, Philippus the Philippus said that they visited the area twenty times and had heard the sirens on 
every occasion, both during the day and after the dark. Okay. In one video shared by the brothers on YouTube channel, the group are seen walking down a beach before a line of lights stretching across the sand flicker on. These lights go on, and when they're experimenting, when they're red, you're not allowed to be on the beach, they said. Well. In videos shared by as snippets by the filmmakers for their documentary, their documentary, mm-hmm. our residents described hearing large bangs and mysterious sirens as random times of the day. And they think that this is alien shit. Well, they, they're wondering why this is strange things are going on, I guess. Because the military's testing. I guess. Testing what? That's the question. Yeah, those secret weapons. We should know. Yeah, pal. People need to know. Yeah. Why? You're not going to be firing them, so don't worry about it. <laughs> one truck driver said while driving toward the military base one night, five balls of flashing light appeared in the sky. Right. The driver who delivers packages to the site, and he often lost connection with other truck truckers on his way to the area. He had to stay in his truck at all times. Hmm. There's a lot that I don't think people know about this. He said several other mysterious phenomenons have been witnessed in South Australia over the years on September 28th of 2016. The whole state was plunged into darkness during a blackout following a severe weather. Allegedly severe weather. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Flinders ranges also made headlines for a bizarre occurrences in 2006. Okay. Uh, John Teague was pumping up his car tires when he saw something as big as a baseball flying through the sky. I thought it was a flare. It was the color of mercury and had a tail and there were sparks coming from it. Then it seemed like it broke up and it disintegrated. The U.S. Space Command said that there had been no satellite scheduled for that time. And the uh, Civil Aviation Authority and the Australian Air Force didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. They're hiding shit. Couldn't it just be a meteor? Well, it's as big as a baseball. That's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly spaceship level. No, it's not at all. It's not that big of a deal. But all right. So Australia, secret, secret um, alien base. They got some crazy shit going on over there. Yeah. What do you think of the, the conspiracy theories that that's the next thing that that they'll try and trot out alien alien landing. Hard to say. Do you think people would lose their shit? Mm. I don't know. Maybe. I guess if it goes all war of the world, it just starts, you know, sucking people up and turning them into blood showers. I guess that probably would be. All right, uh, let me see here. One more thing, because we still got a little time. Uh, Is is Judge Aiken in the house by any chance? Um, He can be. All right. Let me, let me, uh, I think we got one, one, we haven't done Judge Aiken in a while. All right. And I think we're due. And I, and I think that uh, this, I think this needs some uh, Judge Aiken style justice. 
All right. Uh, so let me find your bumper here real quick. Okay. Uh, sentencing from Judge Aiken. No, that's not it. <laughs> Judge is here. Right. I can't hear you at all, but I'm here. All right. Look at the judge. The judge has got his wig on. Yes. Ready to go. All right. Let's see here. What What is the name of that bumper? Um, can't believe it's not Judge Aiken. Well, there there is a there is a Judge uh, Aiken bumper, but the sentence is by Judge Aiken. Oh. It's been so long since I've done this. I forget. Is it divorce court or something? <laughs> well, it's been so long I forgot. All right. All right. So we're 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 gonna have to forgo the, the intro yeah. bumper. We'll skip the bumper. Let's just get to the case. All right. Um you're gonna love this. All right. In this time of COVID, anyway, obviously a lot of schools have been out of out of uh session. Right. So there hasn't been um there hasn't been a lot of uh activity. Right. And as far as schools are concerned. Okay. So we haven't had a whole lot of stories to report on. Right, sure. So anyway, here's here's something that apparently just happened recently. Okay. A female teaching assistant, 28 is jailed for 32 months of having sex with a pupil 15 at a holiday inn okay after after plying him with marijuana cocaine and alcohol wow she got them all in all well, right. she, she had the whole arsenal all right a teaching assistant who had sex with a 15-year-old boy at a Holiday Inn after plying him with marijuana, cocaine, and alcohol has been jailed. Kelly Louise Smith. Kelly Louise Smith, 28, began grooming her teenage victim by bringing him sweets and showering him with extra attention at his school in Coventry. I guess this is over in England. Going I, got to for, I got bad news for teacher Smith, teacher Kelly Smith here. Ooh, boy. Not good. Oh boy. No, 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 no. I'll put her up on the screen here. All right. Let's get her. Let's show and folder. Yeah. She's not a, she's not what you call a classic looker. No, she's not a stunner. Well, that's putting it very mildly, Neely. <laughs> she looks like a, a character wearing a Michael Myers mask. Oh, my. That's not good. Oh, let's pull her up here. Let's go here, 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 and here. Oof. <laughs> well, they just caught her on a bad day. Uh, very bad day. Holy smokes. <laughs> Kelly Louise Smith, 28, began grooming her teenage victim by bringing him sweets and showering him with extra attention at his school in Coventry. Smith's behavior escalated when she bought the youngster <coughs> marijuana, 
Okay. Cocaine and booze before having sex with him at a Holiday Inn Express of March last year. This, this booze was not brewed in her belly, was it? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. As long as just making sure. Uh, Smith, who taught at the school for three years, was suspended and later fired over the <laughs> sex claims. All right. Yikes. Well, she, like, she looks like she got her forehead from John Astronomy. Yeah, no kidding. That's a big five head going on there. <laughs> the the mother of one, somebody banged out a puppy with her. Not on purpose. Uh, I guess not. I don't know. I know. Not on purpose. No All way. Right. She was arrested after the schoolboy's DNA was found on her underwear. How did they get that? How did they know to look? How did they know to swab her underwear? Yeah. Come in here, teach. Now take off your drawers. Yeah. Does it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy? Yeah. <laughs> Bring me the evidence. <laughs> How did they get her underwear? I don't know. <laughs> How did they know to look in her underwear? Yeah. The mother of one was arrested after the schoolboy's DNA was found on her underwear. Mm -hmm. And closed circuit television showed her and the boy together at the hotel uh, in uh, Warwickshire. Mm -hmm. The victim, who could not be named for legal reasons, admitted to having consensual sex with Smith on two occasions and that he thought she was, quote unquote, fit. Fit? I don't know what that means. It's in parentheses. Fit. F-I-T. All right. I mean, that could mean that she's in shape. Could mean that her pussy just fit his dick. I don't know. Fit, huh? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Okay. Her Today, face is hit. <laughs> I'll say that. Her face is hit. Right. Today, Smith uh, pleaded guilty to two offenses of sexual activity with a child under the age of 16, wearing a white blouse and mm -hmm. black trousers and black pump shoes she wept in the dock and dabbed her eyes with the tissue as the case was outlined against her well they really went in depth with that with getting all the way down to her shoes huh yeah all the way down to her shoes jeez well they wanted to know they really wanted to you know describe what a harlot looks like her ass looked pretty good with those three inch pumps you know it's like she, what Jesus, really? Prosecutor Rebecca Wade told the court how Smith gave her number to the victim after exchanging flirty ban banter with him while she drove uh, the school minibus. She drove the school minibus. She drove the TARD bus and she's the TARD. Yeah. All right. She said he phoned her the next day and she picked him up to give him a lift. To Coventry. They were driving around in uh, blah, blah, blah. They, they stopped at a gas station where she bought him Rizla. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Riz R I S L A. No, it's R I Z L A. Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a booze or is that like soda pop or what is that? Rizla rolling papers. Oh, rolling papers. Yeah. Okay. He told his friends that she was fit 
and that they already had sex in the car. What, mm-hmm. See if you can see what that means. FIT. England? Yeah, England. In the UK. Does that mean she's good or something or what? So in the UK, fit doesn't just mean that you go to the gym a lot. Fit is a way of saying that a person is attractive or sexy. This kid needs to, can you, can we put the kid on trial? (laughs) So basically he was saying she's good to go. Yeah. He was saying that's some good pussy. I was fucking. Yeah. All right. All right. At, at one stage, he made a joke and asked if she was reaching for his cock or the lighter. Now, was this in court or just on the tape? I'm going to assume it was on a tape or something. Okay. Uh, she smiled and said the lighter. Mm-hmm. I bet she did. Yeah. They drove to Coventry where they collected cocaine. They collected wow. it. What, is, is it just gross on trees or what? What does it come in a pack like cards? <laughs> they collected it. Collect me some cocaine. Yeah. She took it in. This girl must be making some bank or something. She could go out there and buy cocaine and shit. She's buying Coke. She's buying rolling papers. All this on a, on a salary as a substitute teacher and driving the TARD bus. Yeah, exactly. Good for her. Yeah. She took it in their presence and then she tested positive after her arrest. Why they must have busted her right after this all happened. Must have had the room wired up or something. I guess. After dropping off two other boys, the couple later headed to the Holiday Inn Express where they spent the night. Who's watching her kid? <laughs> Apparently the ex-husband, I guess. Oh, this fucking poor guy. <laughs> what is it? What is that Holiday Express commercial? It's like I'm not a I I'm not an expert at something something, but I but I spent the night at a holiday. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a professional whore, but I spent the night at the Holiday Express with a 15 year old boy. Yeah. So I know a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> the court heard the pair had sex twice that night. Hmm. After the defendant had brought bought vodka and Stella, uh, what is Artois? How is that? How you say that? Artois. Artois. Is that how you say it? French. Beers. All right, Stella. I just know it as Stella. It's Stella. All right. Um, Speaking about the victim, Miss Wade said he indicated he was not forced to have sex, and he consented to the activity. Yeah, he's 15. He wants to get some pussy. Yeah. He was yeah. dropped off and has not seen her since. Mm-hmm. The victim was reported missing by his mother and his aunt, revealing he had spent the night with his teacher. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that could have been a problem when the 15-year-old didn't come home. Yeah. Where where have you been all night? Oh, I was banging out my teacher. Yeah. Banging out the, the short bus driver. Right, of course. <laughs> The complaint was lodged with the police and the school. Miss Wade said when the defendant was first spoken to by the police, she denied seeing him out of after hours. She was shown uh, a screenshot of him in her car and she admitted that she had been with him. Oh yeah. Him. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, I just gave him a ride. You mean him? I thought you meant someone else. Yeah. 
<laughs> the closed caption TV obtained from the hotel of them at the desk together. <laughs> Went into the desk together. Jeez, oh man. She couldn't say here, wait in the car. I'm going to get uh, the room. Yeah, we'd like a room, please. Yeah. Did she sign in under her own name too? Probably. It was one of those Harry Chapin stories, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's her name, Smith. Yeah, Mrs. Smith and Mr. Jones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Alias oh. Smith and Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, they saw them at the desk together with the victim's DNA found in her panties. The the desk clerk probably called the police when he saw this older looking lady with a kid with a fucking raging dick. Well, what I want to know is how did they get her panties? Yeah, I, I mean, when they when they busted her, what they do? Strip her down? Or or did they go raid her laundry or, or hamper or something? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking they grabbed her grabbed her up right at the as she was walking out and stripped no, her down. Well, I'm, I'm sure it was after he completed you know, after he told his mother that, yeah. well, where were you all night? And he was just like, well, I spent the night with my teacher. What? And then they called the police and then the, the police came. But how did they get her panties? Yeah, I don't know. That's the whole question. It's just like, well, where were the panties you were wearing last night? Uh, my detectives did some good evidentiary study, Neely. Okay. Uh, the victim said he felt guilty at the time and felt that he had done something wrong. He said he was not spiteful and he knew she would get in trouble. He said, I feel the teachers are giving me dirty looks and I don't want to go. I want this all over with and I want it finished. Andrew Tucker defending said his client had let herself down and was stupid to begin a sexual relationship with a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah you think <laughs> he said these incidents occur when she was at a low ebb she was overcome through her own hard work very many of those setbacks her own stupid actions 18 months ago now could impact could impact on her daughter <laughs> gee you think smith was jailed for 30 32 well he i'm gonna let judge aiken decide what she gets Right. After taking advantage of her vulnerable child victim to satisfy her own sexual needs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. This lady is like, you know what? My pussy is on fire and only a 15 year old boy can quench that thirst. That's right. Mm -hmm. She couldn't just go to a singles bar and get somebody to bang her. She had to go into the, into the school and bang a 15 year old. Right. Of course. I need some right. of that really young cock. Yeah underdeveloped dick right uh she was also made a subject of a sexual harm prevention order and will serve half of her sentence on on license i don't know what that means uh, whatever uh sentencing rec recorder martin butterworth no uh, relation to mrs butterworth i know his mom <laughs> told her she had abused the trust placed in her by the school and her victim's parents. Mm -hmm. He said the victim was in your care. You had received the appropriate training for the vulnerable children. He caught your eye and there were, were grooming behavior from you towards him. All right. <laughs> this pussy's waiting for you, young mm -hmm. fella. Hey, fella, mm -hmm. get over here. 
Look at camel toe. Camel toe. Check it out. This kid. (laughs) The fact, the fact accepted by the prosecution is that he consented and you weren't abusing him against his uh, will, making no difference at all to the fact that you took advantage of a vulnerable child to satisfy your own lusty sexual needs. Mm -hmm, I see. Over many uh, hours, you groomed him with your trips in your car and you provided him with alcohol and you were treating him as a potential partner. He is a child. Yeah. And you abused his trust in you. Yeah, pal. So uh, that's that's the crux of the case, uh, Judge Aiken. So uh, let's see what uh, what kind of punishment you shall hand down all right it's time for sentencing from judge aiken (laughs) neely i have to tell you in all of the time that we have, um, that we have presented my cases to the masses. Yes. This is one of the more difficult cases I think we've ever had to rule on. Really? It really is. Okay. On the one hand, she, she looks like fucking female roadkill. <laughs> I mean, she is. Uh, a- if she had makeup on and she had her hair all done up, do you think she would be that heinous? She looks like the Mike Myers mask from the the Rob zombie movies of the Halloween. All right. She's not an attractive woman. Now she might look somewhat better made up, but right here, she looks like if Wednesday from the Adams family grew up. Okay. Adams family. No makeup. Yeah. She does look like Wednesday Adams. She, she, she looks like Wednesday Adams. She's, she's not attractive. Okay. And I'm not talking Christina Ricci Wednesday. I'm talking the original. It's not good. And that, that normally would get me thinking death penalty. However, this lunatic kid finds her to be hot. Yeah. He said she's fit. And, and the way we understand it from the evidence is that that means attractive or sexy. Yeah. Well, according to, uh, the vernacular of the English fit means hot, sexy. Yeah. Which makes it. You can't, you can't sentence based on what people's views are. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow when she looks like this, but right. Right. But this kid does not, this kid does not feel victimized. He feels happy that he got some pussy. Yeah. Well, he wanted some of that. Yeah. I also have to assume, and this is the piece of the evidence that we can't see, but, but we'll assume this kid's probably really fucked up looking. And I'm going to tell you why he's fucked up looking. Okay. Because if he was decent looking, he wouldn't look at this as hot. He'd be getting some decent pussy from his own class. But since he's probably fucked up, pizza faced up somewhat, <laughs> he thinks that this is as good as it's going to get. He well, thinks- the, the question is, and, and I'm going to have to re, you know, revert uh, judge to okay. a comment that was made during the story. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Okay, I'm I'm looking at this girl and obviously yeah. this is a mugshot. Yeah. But if she dolled herself up, did her hair, makeup, 
she probably is just average attractive. She's not horrific as in this picture, but I'm sure she could probably, you know, put a little paint on that and, you know, mask it up a little bit. You're saying that she should do a better job of painting the pig. Yeah, a little bit. All right. And, and for her to go out to any bar, if she, if she had a craving for dick mm -hmm. and for, if she were to just go out and, you know, she wants some random dick. Mm -hmm. And she dolled herself up and went out to a bar. I'm sure she could land just about anybody. Yeah, at two in the morning, anyway. Yeah, but she didn't, but, but she didn't do that. No. So, so, so the kid, this 15 year old kid. I mean, did did you bang out a 20 something year old chick when you were 15? No, I did not. Okay, neither did I. So, so it's just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm 15. You know, look mm -hmm. at me. Man, I'm banging out a 20, what is she, 28? Yeah. yeah I'm banging out a 28-year-old. Look at me. Hot or not, I'm banging out a 20. Yeah. It's hot because it's pussy that I'm not getting. Yeah. yeah. So I got a girl almost twice my age yeah. that uh, wants to bang me. Right. So I, so I banged her, and she, yeah, she's fit. Yeah. Here, here's a better picture of her. <laughs> and that is actually her i know i saw that picture earlier <laughs> is she growing a burka yeah yeah she's she's wearing her burka she looks kind of tubby a little bit yeah she's got a little belly going on a little bit of hip yeah, growing some alcohol in there yeah i don't know she looks kind of fucked to me so but he likes it. So I can't, I can't judge what he likes because he likes it. So he's into banging that. So, you know, I'm going to, even though in a normal case, I would definitely take some points away. I'm not going to in this case because he liked what he was getting. Okay. Um, he had to like that. He was getting some cocaine. He certainly had to like that. He was getting that. She was even buying him rolling papers for his weed. Yeah, he had weed, he had booze, he had, he had coke. And he, he had pussy. Yeah. I hate to be this way, but that sounds like a great time. <laughs> well, the, the question is, is does a girl like that shave? No, of course not. And so she's got the full 70s uh, oh. Earth Mama Bush going on? Yeah, she fucking hits that with a long, long-edged hairbrush. <laughs> Does she have the flex of toilet paper, uh, remnants of toilet paper down there? I would think probably some, probably some butt nuggets rolling around in that too. All right. Does, does, she, does she require oral or just straight dick? I'd imagine just straight dick. This 15 year old probably doesn't know how, what to do with oral. All right. Just, this guy's probably licking the fucking sides of her leg, not knowing where he's supposed to put his tongue. Right. So I'm thinking... Like I said, this is a tough one. Can I can I issue a ruling of no contest and nothing hurt, nothing gained? Okay, so it, it's like separate ways, separate ways, worlds apart. I'm just gonna say, you know what? Nothing, nothing hurt, nothing. No sentence, nothing hurt. That's my ruling. All right. Nobody gets anything. No sentence no, at all. No sentence at all. It didn't happen. Yeah, you both learned your lesson. Now go go about your business. Yeah, but just just move on. You go back to school. You go back to teaching class. It's all fine. All right. I think this is a first. No sentence at all. 
No sense. Nobody's hurt. It's the a draw. Kid, the kid said he was happy. Said she was fit, and he enjoyed fucking her. And he said he didn't want her to get in trouble. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rule with the kid. No trouble. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. There we go. So Judge Aiken rules. Mm. It's a draw. I bet she wishes I was ruling this case instead of the judge that gave her 32 months, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she would have got a do-over with me. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to make the assumption that uh, Judge Aiken will not be inviting her back to her, his chambers for personal. No. Coat. No. Judge Aiken likes her better with the coat over her head. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. There we go. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up another show here on the classic metal show. That's right, pals. All right. Well, we're going to be out in um, Bay Village next Saturday, August 29th. Yeah. Uh, things don't start till four, but Judge Aiken recommends you get there by three. Yes, sir. Uh, Judge Aiken and I will be out there broadcasting. We're starting our broadcast at two. Yep. That is 2 p.m. Eastern time. That is correct. And uh, we'll be broadcasting till 7. Mm -hmm. So come out to Smoke and Rock and Roll. What is it called? Smoke and Rock and Roll. Smoke, what? And, roll, smoke and Rock and Roll, Summer Blowout, and Pig Roast. Okay. And uh, will you have the address or anything posted anywhere? I will put it on our social media pages, but it is 605 Clay Road in Bay Village. Okay. So if you're in the Ohio area, the Northern Ohio area, mm -hmm. Cleveland and Elyria, uh, that's where it's at. That's it. So come out right. and say hello. Right off of I-90. That's right. All right. Well, I'm going to be making the trek out that way. So I will see uh, whoever shows up out there next Saturday and Chris will be there and he's going to actually leave the house. Yes, I am. And make uh, that, that long trip. Yeah, it's eight. It's like thirty minutes from my house. It's long, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll do a live broadcast. So hopefully, we'll see a lot of you out there. So cool. well, we're gonna get out of here. We'll uh, do this uh, next Saturday live from Ohio. Yep, yep. And uh, I'm gonna let you pick a tune there, Judge Aiken. So what should we play to take us out of this uh, segment? Well, since we're gonna be seeing Billy, why don't we play "Holding All the Aces" from Billy Morris and the Sunset Strip? All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, come out and join us next Saturday. So this is uh, Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Agan. We're gone. Bye kids. See ya.